Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with... The most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names. Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Good morning, folks. Morning, Dan and Danette. Morning. Here we are. Another day, another Dan Patrick Show. If you'd like to watch Peacock. Peacock. I like the way you say Peacock. If you want to listen later, download the podcast. Download. <laughs> download. But right now, three hours live of the best sports talk Yay! on the air. Welcome to the Dan Patrick Show. I love Dan Patrick. Oh, my God. Home to the biggest guests and best sports talk on radio. I love it. One of my favorites. Mm. Normally, home to Dan Patrick. Hope you'll miss us. But today, Dan and the Danettes are off. Don't see another radio show behind my back, please. And filling in, it's Rob Parker and TJ Hushmanzada. Good. There we go. It's good. <laughs> Broadcasting go. from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is the Dan Patrick Show. Happy Tuesday. It is the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. That's right. Dan and the Dan Nets taking some uh, much-deserved time off this week. Rob Parker here. TJ Hushmanzada, the all-pro wide receiver there. And uh, what a show we have for you. A lot of good stuff to talk about. Chris Canty, the former uh, NFL defensive end, he'll come by a little later on in the show. Also, Ryan Hollins, the former NBA player 
and also Hugh Jackson, the former NFL coach. So we have plenty of guests, plenty of stuff to talk about. Let me welcome in uh, TJ. Good morning, TJ. How are you? I'm doing well, Rob. How are you, my man? Doing absolutely great. Um, So much to talk about. And uh, for people who don't know, TJ and I, have a football podcast, the Lemon Pepper Parlay Podcast on the Extra Points Podcast Network. And I'm going to give my partner some dap, some respect, because he picked the uh, Super Bowl matchup and the winner before the season even started, didn't you? Man, I was on a – it was a lucky guess, I would like to say. Oh, stop. I, stop, dude. I, I was it's all right. The, Pat yourself was, on the back. Go ahead and do it. I, I was one of the few that really believed in uh, – the culture change that Brady could bring to Tampa. They already had the talent. They just needed a culture change, and I was somewhat correct with that. You got that one right. Uh, So we will uh, give you some respect for his uh, insight on the NFL, and and we're going to talk some NFL real quick. TJ, yesterday I had a um, life-altering situation happen to me. You ready? I'm ready. I got Invisalign for my teeth. Have you ever had that? Rob, it's so crazy you bring that up. So to answer your question, yes, my wife was talking trash about me. Like, your teeth are moving at the bottom. I've never had braces in my life. Right. And so long story short, um, I go and get Invisalign last February. Well, I was supposed to be done in three months. Obviously, COVID-19 and Everything shutting down. I literally just finished uh, about a week ago. I still haven't even got my permanent retainers. Um, it's actually not that bad. Right. But your teeth will be sore every time you switch to a new tray for about a day or two. Uh, definitely. Last night, somehow, some way, I I did the whole Odd Couple show last night on Fox Sports Radio, 7 to 10 uh, p.m., and I wore them the whole time. Thinking really? that I could, yeah, do a radio show and and I would, you know, you, you, I'm talking like crazy. So yes. that's not, that's a bad idea. <laughs> they, they probably thought you were drunk or something. Yes, like, or slurring. <laughs> what's going on? Exactly. So uh, they yes. are off for the Dan Patrick show and we will not do that. So, yes. all right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, my bottom, I got a bottom tooth that moved. So oh, I'm trying to get it, you know, right. And I got to wear on both top and bottom. Did you have what? top and bottom as well? I did have to wear top and bottom, but it was only for one tooth at the bottom. That's what I have. One yeah, tooth moved, so but I got to get to do that. the top as well. Go figure. All right. Well, the big news overnight. I don't know what's going on. Like I'm going to be honest. I woke up to an alert that said that Carson Wentz had been traded to the Chicago Bears. Right, but I, you know, you get an alert, but I, I didn't know what the source was. I couldn't find it on my iPhone, so I go to you know the, the usual places, NFL.com, ESPN. There's nothing there, other than the rumors, uh, TJ, that the Bears are in hot pursuit and they are quote unquote the front runner. That's what everybody's saying. What do you think about this marriage if it does officially happen and Carson Wentz? Uh, heads to the uh, Chicago Bears? Well, it, it, it's one of those things. Carson Wentz, he, he's as good as gone, and, and it looks like it's two teams that are vying for our services with the Bears and the Colts, and the Bears seem to be the ones that are more in than the Colts. And so for me, it, it's one of – you look at Chicago, that defense, 
is really good. They don't have the offensive line that Indy has. And so I know he's looking at it like the Colts have young weapons and Himes and Pittman, but it's really that offensive line and that defense that can really give him a chance to fulfill the promise that he once had. And you go, you go to the Bears and you, you would assume if, if they can resign Allen Robinson, they're right there with the Colts, but defensively, if they can get back to what they were when Fangio was a D coordinator, they might be a step ahead. But for some reason, he wants to go to, to the Colts. And, and, I, and I believe it can be the, the Frank Wright connection. Uh, see, I have two things. I like what the Bears are doing. They just don't think that Mitch Trubisky is going to be that guy, uh, can be that guy and help them win. And the one thing, people can rip on Carson Wentz all they want. I get it, TJ. He's taking a couple steps backwards. Lost his confidence. You know, things are a mess in Philadelphia with a lot of injuries. I think all 11 offensive starters, or 10 of them, not him, were hurt last year. I'm not making an excuse. These are just facts I'm throwing out. And the other thing is, he had a chance to win MVP. If you remember, through 13 and a half games, right, uh, he was the MVP. He actually, the year he missed the last half of the game where he was injured and then the final two games, He still had more touchdowns and and less interceptions than Tom Brady, who wound up winning the MVP instead. Uh, So Carson Wentz has that kind of potential and has that ceiling. Now, whether or not you can get him back there so we can once again call him, uh, you know, Wentz in a lifetime and Wentzylvania and all those other things that uh, Shannon Sharp used to call him on Undisputed, which I I thought was some clever names, uh, I liked. I understand why the Bears are doing it. What I don't understand, though, is why the Colts aren't all the way in, right? Phillip Rivers retired on you. You need a quarterback. And guess who he had his most success with? Frank Reich, right? When he was the offensive coordinator, now he's the coach in Indianapolis. TJ, do, do they know something? Why in the world would, would they be penny-pinching about draft picks I get the NFL draft picks mean a lot more than in the NBA or, or, or baseball or anything like that. But when you have a chance to solidify your quarterback position, why would you be hemming and harm? We, we just saw what the Rams gave up for Matthew Stafford, who's never won a playoff game. I mean, I saw Carson Wentz win the division a couple of years ago with tape and glue and some strings when they beat the Cowboys. You remember that season two years ago? I do. When you when you look at it, number one, I know I'm off subject. I love Matthew Stafford, man. I think that kid is so talented, but that's another subject. Um, for me, it, it gives me a little cause to pause when, when I see that, number one, he had his most success with Frank Wright as his coach, as his quarterback coach. Do Have they watched the film, talking to Colts, and, and they've seen something that makes them say, ah, we're only going to give this up. I think he's regressed to the point mentally that I'm not sure we can fix him. Or are they in the an idea that we know they're going to move him? We're not going to give up what they want. We're going to wait them out. We're going to stall them out because we yeah. Know- but the only problem is I, I I that part makes sense. But there's so many suitors looking for quarterbacks this year. Am I right? Come on, yes, TJ. You this are is right. a seller's market. But when 
Carson Wentz is some, you know, behind the scenes what's going on. This happens all the time. He's let it be known. His representation has let it be known. I don't want to go to Chicago. He wants to go to Indy. So you do you really want to trade for a quarterback that's not all in on coming to your team? You don't want that because he's not going to be committed the way you need him to be committed. And when he's a quarterback that has had the problems he has the last couple of years on the field, you want him all in. You want him committed. You want him to give you that inclination that, man, I'm going to put all the work in. I'm going to do everything you need me to do. I'm going to lead this team the right way. And if he's not all in, then I don't know if you want to do that. And I believe the Colts, that's what I hope they're doing is we're just going to stall them out and we're going to get them for what we want to give up. See, I, th- I think it's the other way around. Uh, and I hear your point is, a, is well taken. But if I'm Carson Wentz and the Bears, I want to go somewhere where I'm wanted. You know what I mean? And the Bears are saying, we want you. Why are the Colts pussyfooting around? And, and like, you know what I mean? Like, if this is a match made in heaven and I want to go there or whatever, just you're going to have to pay. You're going to have to give up something to get me. Uh, and and I, that's the part I don't get if the Colts are all the way in. If they think uh, they're going to, you know, nickel and dime the Eagles and not have to, you know, pay to give up for a starting quarterback who was almost the MVP, be it three, four years ago, uh, I think they're, they're a mistake. And if they miss out, their franchise will be set back. Do you know what I mean? Like, where are you One, going for a quarterback? 100%. Where? Now, are we certain that the Colts haven't, spoken with Doug Peterson or coaches that were on you that mean staff. former former uh, coach Doug Peterson that guy yes yes are you, so have they spoken with him have they spoken with players on that roster to make them say I, I don't know if we want to um walk down the street with him I, I'm not sure we want him on our team it, it could be so many things but there's something where there's smoke there's fire and for the Colts not to be interested to me that tells me I don't I don't know what Carson Wentz's reputation is throughout the league, but the Colts seem like a perfect fit, the perfect team. And if they're not all in, that gives me cause to pause. Yeah. Only reason I look at it is I, I your point is well taken, but but I, I say I look at it more as the Bears have this good defense. They're not gonna waste it on a Mitch Trubisky, right? Uh I I think that's that's it's more about that that they're desperate for a decent quarterback and feel that he's way better or an upgrade. You know, if you're the Bears, remember, uh, the 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 Bears just feel like because they made the playoffs right at eight and eight. TJ, they made the playoffs, but they know they're not good enough and they need better quarterback play. So they're they're the ones taking and where there's you know risk, there's reward. So there's that going for uh, the Bears. They feel like th- this guy can be re- rehabbed, uh, can be fixed up, and, and maybe um, be able to, uh, you know, get them to where they want to go. Because the last thing you want to do is uh, waste a defense like that. If the Bears can get Trubisky to what he once was now, they need to re-sign Allen Robinson. Pay the man. He's a top receiver. Pay him that money. But if they can rehab him and turn him around, the Bears will be a really good team for a long time. If this new defensive coordinator, I believe is you pronounce his last name, Desai, Desai, I'm not 100% certain. 
if they can get back to what they were, the Bears have a really good team. And so is Chicago, it's very similar to Philly, the weather. Um, it's, it's just really interesting that Chicago, they're all in, man. But because look at you, you saw Nick Foles, right? Nick Foles is the perfect backup quarterback. When you give him the keys to the car, TJ, what happens? He crashes it every time they, they send him down to Jacksonville, right? Oh, yeah, this Nick is Foles perfect. The keys, he, he can go for a joyride. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but he can't bring the car back at home in one piece. So that doesn't work out. They, they get him in Chicago, they bench, they bench uh, Trubisky for him, right? What happens? The, the, the team falls apart. He plays horribly. They got to go back to Trubisky. I know he got hurt, Nick Foles, but they were probably, you know, uh, feeling like this is like a, a blessing. You know what I mean? That they could get Mitch Trubisky back in and they back into the playoffs. I, I'm all in on Carson Wentz, giving him a new fresh start. I think you're right. The Colts are definitely a spot that you would think would be uh, ideal for him. And it could also be one of those things where um, Carson Wentz has probably talked with Frank Wright and let him know this is where I want to go. And we we know how this works. A lot of things are going on behind the scenes that we aren't privy to, and a lot of things can be said about this and that. And Carson Wentz is not saying it publicly, but his representation is he doesn't want to go to Chicago. And so it can be a smoke screen as well. Let's try to keep this first round pick so that we can uh, surround you with some weapons that you may need and not send it to Philly. No doubt. All right. It is the Dan Patrick show on a Tuesday. Rob Parker and TJ Hushmanzada filling in. Coming up next, we're going to talk to uh, Chris Canty, who, of course, uh, won a Super Bowl with the uh, New York football Giants. We'll get his NFL takes uh, uh, coming up. We'll do that. And we'll get to your calls at the bottom of the hour as well if you want to chime in on this. What's the best fit for Carson Wentz? 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I even mean? thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well... If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. It is the Dan Patrick Show. <clears throat> On your Tuesday, Rob Parker, TJ Hushmanzada filling in for Dan and the Danettes. And we're going to continue our NFL talk with uh, Chris Canty, of course, the uh, former NFL defensive end, Super Bowl champion with the New York football giants and a radio talk show host for ESPN New York. You can follow him at uh, at Chris Canty 99 on Twitter. Chris, what's up? What's up? Good morning. How you guys doing, man? Been a while since we had a chance to chop it up. No doubt. So much to talk about. 
And uh, Chris, all this time, I didn't even know you were from the Bronx. You know that? I did not know that. What, what, where was oh, you, I sleeping? You sleeping on me, Rob? I don't know what's going on, man. You know, I'm from city, born and raised. You Rob, know, I'm you know, from Jamaica, you know Queens. So you know I'm why like, you didn't know he's from the Bronx, man. They, you don't think they play football out there? No, it's right? <laughs> Absolutely, there ain't that many football players coming out of the Bronx because there's no football fields. But I, I'm, I'm impressed. I did not know that. But Chris, uh, let's just get started on the Carson Wentz trade. Uh, there's talk that the Bears are now the front runners. Uh, the Colts don't seem to want to ante up what they need to to make the deal happen. What do you think uh, if Wentz does wind up with the Bears? Well, here's the thing. I don't think Philly's going to get the compensation that they're looking for. A report came out yesterday that um, stated that they weren't going to be able to get a first-round draft pick coming back to them for whatever team was going to acquire Carson Wentz. And that's understandable based on the season that Carson had last year. I mean, he was leading the league in turnovers. He was sacked 50 times. Like there, There's a lot of things in his game that you question whether or not it's Doug Peterson or whether or not it's the player that's actually regressing. So I can understand the team not pushing all its chips to the middle of the table for Carson Wentz, not to mention you know, you're acquiring a, a pretty big salary there as well. So um, you know, for Philly, it, it feels like it makes sense for them just based on where they're at in the draft and based on having Jalen Hurts and how he performed the last month of the season – so I can understand them wanting to move on from Carson. Um, but, but I think the reality setting in for Howie Roseman, he's not going to get the kind of compensation that he was looking for. So if he's not and the Philadelphia Eagles aren't going to be given the compensation they're looking for, put yourself in the Eagles' shoes. Do you still move him, say we, we get two twos and not a first-round pick at all? Are you still going to move him and make sure he's not part of that uh, Philadelphia Eagle roster moving forward? Yeah, just because of the, the guarantees in his contract. Like, I understand it's a $34 million cap hit if you trade him, but, I mean, it's a $35 million cap hit if you keep him. And if he's, if he's not your franchise guy, if you're not sold on him, then there's no reason to pay him any of that money on that extension, which kicks in this year. Go ahead and let that be somebody else's baggage. To me, that makes the most sense. Um, I do think there's an opportunity for Carson to have a solid second act just based on some of the physical tools that he has. And um, with Chicago and Indy, both destinations have coaches that were on the staff with the Eagles when Carson was having success in this league. So I can understand why both of those destinations make sense. And those teams are trying to figure it out. They have win-now rosters. If you're the Philadelphia Eagles, you're turning it over. And if you're not sold on Carson Wentz being your guy, then there's no reason to keep it. And, and the, there's an upside to Carson. That's why I, I still think – and I know what's, what's happened the last couple of years. There's been a lot of injuries there. He's had a lack of confidence, Chris. But this guy was close to winning an MVP before he got hurt in that season in uh, game 14 or whatever that year. So there's a glimpse of that that you say, maybe that guy's still in there with the right situation, the right pieces. Couldn't you make an argument for that if you're a team looking for a quarterback? Yeah, I mean, it's possible. I think that's, that's what these teams that are, that are interested in trading for him are betting on. Um, but there's also the other end of the spectrum, which is maybe Carson Wentz is more of what we saw this past year. And, and I don't know that, that you know, that's a quarterback that, that's a starter in this league. So I just I, for me, I, I, I see the value for Chicago and Indy. Uh, but I also rec- recognize that there are going to be other options that are going to be available via trade this offseason. And things are going to heat up the closer we get to the start of the new league year in terms of who's going to become available and what team's plans are, are at the quarterback position. So 
again, I come back to Chicago and Indianapolis not going all in, not giving up first-round draft picks because you're going to have more options than you typically would in any offseason cycle. Chris, let me ask you this, and we're going to segue into another topic. You, you're a big boy, man, and I'm not sure the people uh, listening understand how big of a human being Chris is. Now, <laughs> but, but when, you, when you look down in Jacksonville and Urban Meyer hiring Chris Doyle as a former player, how do you think that would have gone with grown men in the NFL locker room with the allegations that uh, reportedly happened when he was at Iowa involving African-American players? Yeah, that's not going to go well. That's not going to go well. And, and Jacksonville made the only move that they could, which was accepting his resignation. He was he, He's not going to be long for pro pro football just because – How long before somebody tries him? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. That's what I mean. Like, he's not going to be long for pro football. Like, it's just with the allegations that he had coming out of Iowa and having some of those guys now that have transitioned from college to the NFL. Like, this, you know, there's a book out on Chris Doyle. Like, players around the league know – what he was all about out in Iowa. Now, that's not to say that somebody can't change, but it's, it's, it's a situation where your perception is your reality. And we all know, TJ, when it comes to the coaches that players are closest to on any staff in the NFL, the strength coach is right up there. You know, because yes. you're spending a lot of your time in the offseason with them. You're spending your time in, in, in spring, summer, and then in season, you know, you got you to go to to work with in order to keep your body in good condition and ready to go every single Sunday. So I just, this is, this is one of those, I don't know what Urban Meyer was thinking. I, I really don't, but, but I figured that this wasn't going to necessarily work out just because, you know, it's, again, it's hard to get guys in the NFL to look past some of the things that Chris Doyle was accused of at Iowa. Our guest is Chris Canty, the former uh, NFL uh, defensive end, Super Bowl champ with the New York football giants and a host on ESPN New York. Uh, Chris, I, I think Urban Meyer was damaged from this, just from the standpoint that you just said you don't understand where he was coming from. It was his arrogance that this is, you know, when you're a college coach, you run the town, right? Everybody does what you want. They facilitate, make things happen. They look the other way. And, and even at the press conference, <clears throat> excuse me, where they announced Chris Doyle's hire, if you remember, he was pushing back on people. Oh, I vetted this guy. I've known him for 20 years. He's a good man, you know, and all this other stuff. And then 24 hours later, Fritz Pollard's like ripping him in a, in a statement. And then I doubt Chris Doyle uh, resigned. He was uh, probably paid to go away because they realized they made a mistake. Uh, did, was this a wake-up call for Urban Meyer that this is the NFL, this isn't college, and you, and you can't do whatever you want to do? Well, I, I think that Urban understands that it's the NFL, but, but hiring Chris Doyle to me signals a lack of awareness on Urban Meyer's part. Like, he's not sensitive to some of the realities that his players have to deal with. You know, he, he doesn't understand, you know, that dynamic when it comes to being treated, you know, unfairly because of the color of your skin. Like, he doesn't get that. He doesn't have a perspective on that. And so even though he's been around a lot of black players throughout his time coaching in the college ranks, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that he understands that dynamic, especially when it comes to working with somebody that has been you know, accused of something like that. So I... I I can understand how that could be a blind spot for Urban Meyer, but he's now been made aware of it, and I, I don't see him making that misstep again. Now, I don't think that this 
precludes him from being able to have success down in Jacksonville, but it's definitely one of those things that makes the players in that locker room raise an eyebrow as to whether or not the coach actually cares about the individual players yes. and not just what the guy brings to the table on the field. So being able to have that trust with your head coaches is important. And this move right there is just – I'm not going to say it's, it's something that's impossible to work past, but it's definitely something that's going to take a little bit of smoothing over on Urban's part. Yeah, because you, you know guys got on the phone, Chris, and, bro, can you believe he about to hire this dude? And the yeah. crazy guy on the team, oh, I can't wait to so-and-so get in that weight room with him. They for sure. He gonna, he, he, you, you know how that works. So speaking of Urban Meyer, what do you believe his level of success will be in the NFL? He's had a ton of success at Utah, University of Florida. I mean, let's go back to Bowling Green, Utah, University of Florida, Ohio State University. How, how do you foresee him uh, – navigating through the NFL and the type of success he will have? Well, I think he's going to have a chance. I mean, listen, anytime you have a talented quarterback, he's going to have a chance. And I think we're all uh, safe in assuming that Trevor Lawrence will be the first overall pick this year. So, I mean, when you have somebody that, that has the potential to be a transcendent talent, you're going to have a shot to be successful in this league. Now it's just a matter of making sure that you have the right coaching staff in place to develop the player properly um, and to develop the other areas of the team that are needed to support a young quarterback. So I think that's the thing to watch, the health of Trevor Lawrence coming into training camp because you know he's having the surgery on uh, on the labrum in his shoulder, his non-throwing shoulder. So I think that's something to pay attention to. And also what they do with all the draft capital that they have. Because keep in mind, they got the 18th overall pick as well. So seeing what they do with that um, is going to be interesting. Um, but I, I like the way that the Jacksonville Jaguars are set up the next two years. They got a lot of draft picks. Um, they're going to have a chance to have Trevor Lawrence. They've got some pieces that you can build around. They're running back James Robinson. The receiving core is solid. The offensive line is solid. So uh, I think there are pieces in place in Jacksonville for Urban to have success. And, TJ, you know this. If you got the horses out there, you got a chance to be successful as a coach. All yes, right, sir. last thing. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks, if you're the Jets and you're in New York, so you got the uh, vibe of what's happening there do you stick with Sam Darnold or, or do you try to draft Justin Fields and, and change the quarterback and go in a different direction? Where are you on that? Well, here's the thing, Rob. Here, I, and I, I think it's going to be an interesting conversation if the Jets do go the route of drafting a quarterback at two, whether it's going to be Fields or Zach Wilson, the kid out of BYU, because he's picking up a lot of steam in the pre-draft evaluation process. But, um, I, you know, if you're the Jets, to me, it, it, you try to – First of all, the first thing you do is call down to Houston and see if Deshaun Watson is available. And if that is, you know, a possibility, then you do whatever it takes. You move heaven and earth to try to get Deshaun Watson from the Houston Texans because he's a 25-year-old quarterback that's top five at the position under contract for the next five seasons. That's a no-brainer. The Jets got four first-round draft picks the next two years, including number two. So if you can make that happen, then that's the route you go. But if you can't, then I would probably make the decision to draft the quarterback at two. I, I still think Sam Donald is a big question mark. And going into year four, I, I just, as a general manager, if you're in Joe Douglas's shoes, I don't know that you can stake your career on this particular player. Because right now everybody's saying, okay, Sam Donald's not your guy. You didn't draft him. That's true. Mike McCagden drafted Sam Donald. But if you pass on the opportunity to take a quarterback at two and run it back with Sam – now, all of a sudden, your fate and his become tied together. So, to me, if you're Joe Douglas, 
you got an opportunity to reset the money at the quarterback position. Keep in mind they got to make a decision on Sam Donald's fifth-year option this offseason for 2022. I just feel like you go the route of the young quarterback and let him grow with your new head coach. I think that's the direction that the Jets should move in. All right, Chris Canty, man, thanks for the knowledge, the information. We appreciate you here on the Dan Patrick Show, man. Have a great day. Appreciate you, Chris. Thanks for having me on. Y'all be easy. Yep, no doubt. Chris Canty, the former Super Bowl champ with the New York football giants. Uh, 877-99 on Fox is the telephone number, 877-996-6369. We do have a few minutes if you want to join us and uh, talk about the uh, Carson Wentz potential trade to the Bears. Is that the right spot, TJ, or is it Indianapolis or – as you might have said, maybe, maybe they just decide that they're not going to give him away and he stays in Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts, you know, uh, TJ, I heard different things. Uh, some people like what they saw from him. Some people thought he's still not, uh, you know, top shelf kind of quarterback, that there's some skills. Where are you on him, on, on Jalen Hurts? You know, obviously he, he came into the game. When he, when he got his opportunity, that, that, he played well. He played well early on, and then as there was more film on him, you, you started to see where his struggles were, and, and teams started to play towards that and say, oh, we're going we're gonna to make him do this. You, you know he's mobile. You know he has a good arm. Playing in the NFL in college is such a huge jump, man. The type of coverages you're going to see, everybody's athletic. Everybody plays to the whistle. It, it, it's just one of those things where – he was thrown in as a rookie and he's played in huge games at Alabama. He's played in huge games in Oklahoma. So, so that's not the problem. It's just getting acclimated to the, to the NFL game. You can practice and you can do all this and that in practice. But once the game starts, it, it's, it's completely uh, a different speed. And so there's no way the Eagles can bring Carson Wentz back. They'll have the locker room split. It's already been reports that Jalen Hurts is, getting receivers together. You you just can't uh you can't bring Carson Wentz back if you're the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox if you want to join in. Let's go to Smith from North Carolina. You're on the Dan Patrick show on Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Smith? Hey, what's up, Rob? Hey man, you're doing a good job. They're gonna end up giving you a morning show you keep this up. <laughs> the odd couple uh, you know, I don't think I'm going anywhere, me and Chris at night, but thank you, my man. Appreciate it. You know, I was just going to touch on Urban Meyer. I mean, eventually, history, you know, he's been on the wrong side of history twice now, man, with the violence against women and now with the black lives, you know, or or the racial injustice movement. I mean, this is twice. He's been on the wrong side of this. He's got to be careful. I think he's one soundbite away or one bad situation away from really getting not treated well in the public eye. And that's all I I wanted to say, man. I appreciate you. All right. Appreciate it. And and, and T.J., I, I I get what he's saying. Like, like his track record is not good. You know what I mean? In some of these situations. And that's why I think he's somewhat damaged. I, I really do from the standpoint of, you know, this in a locker room, there's no way players are going to look at him and go, if he does anything sideways or something, you're going to be like, wait a minute, this is the guy was going to hire Chris Doyle and only didn't hire him because he got pushback. Right. It's if they win, obviously, it doesn't matter. But you know, Earth. what's the chances of Jacksonville winning right away? You know what I mean? Like, like it ain't, they, he ain't going to win overnight. That's, that's yeah. why I think that 
Like it sped up his like he has to win because so many big time college football coaches have failed. Just Even show Nick some progress. Saban. You just have to show progress. They have the first pick in the draft. They just show progress. Show hope. Give that city and the players in that locker room. Give them the reason to be optimistic moving forward. That's all he needs to do is make them believe. And if they can do that by winning some games here and there, uh, I believe they're moving in the right direction. But he's one hundred percent right. When things don't go well and you've had the track record that you – I believe Ever Meyer is going to do fantastic in uh, Jacksonville, but uh, he, it's going to be very interesting if things don't get off to a decent start. You need to be competitive early. Right. I, I agree with that because that's right away out the – because if it's not and it's bad, they'll be like, oh, he lost the players. All oh, the players aren't into him. Do you know what I mean? Like, TJ, that that can come around right away. And then all of a sudden you go like the, the roses off the uh, the bloom is off the rose. All right, Cameron in Indiana, you're on the uh, Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. What you got, Cameron? So I just got to say there's no way that the Bears or Colts give up a first rounder for Carson Wentz. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts go for someone like Marcus Mariota, someone someone's not talking about. But there's no chance I'd give up a first rounder for Carson Wentz. So uh, if you're the Bears who who just can't seem to get a quarterback and they have this defense that's getting older by the minute, you you just decide that you're just going to stick with what you're doing? I mean, like, I just don't – if I'm the Bears and I want a chance at at a quarterback uh, and, you know, you can talk about draft picks all you want. I want want a known commodity or a chance at it. And there's a risk, so I get it. TJ, Rob, you know, you, you know the Bears would give up a first-round pick. You know why? Because if they don't win, they're going to get fired anyway. <laughs> so they're, right. they're, they'll give up a first-round pick because they're, they're going to try to save their butts. No, you're right. Simple. That's a great point because either way, if, if you come back with Mitch Trubisky and don't win, right, you're, you're, you're done. They don't, they're not coming back with Mitch. So it's either give up a first-round pick and let's try to keep our job or don't give up a first-round pick and we're probably going to be fired after the season anyway. That's a great point. All right, it is the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Rob Parker and TJ Hushmanzada filling in for Dan and the Danettes. Coming up next, Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets. Kyrie sounds like a new man. Sounds like someone who's matured. We'll tell you what we're talking about next. It is the Dan Patrick Show. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names, Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. It is the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Rob Parker and TJ Hushmanzada filling in for Dan and the Danettes. Coming up in the next hour, we're going to talk with former NBA player and NBA analyst Ryan Hollins. We'll do that, dive into a lot of NBA stuff. TJ, I know you love the NBA. But let's talk about right now Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets. And I want to get your take on this. Kyrie on Saturday, after the Nets beat the Warriors, uh, said this, quote, We established that maybe four days ago now, I just looked at him, and when he says him, he's talking about James Harden, and I said, you're the point guard, and I'm playing shooting guard. That was as simple as that. He's been taking control of the responsibilities and doing an incredible job. It just makes my job easier to just go out, play free, and just make plays, end quote. 
And for people who don't know, in that game Saturday against the Warriors, Harden had 16 assists, raising his 11.3 assists per game average since joining the Nets in mid-January. It's the most assists he's dished out, TJ, since 2016-2017 season when he led the league with 11.2 assists per game for the Rockets. How mature is this for Kyrie Irving? And if you're a Nets fan or Nets management or anybody associated with the organization, you have to be thrilled to hear this. Wow. I look at it from I look at it from a different perspective. You're talking the maturity level of Kyrie Irving. I look at it where James Harden has come in and deferred. If Harden hasn't come in and deferred, would we be seeing this maturity from uh, Kyrie Irving? I don't believe we would. Harden has come in and said, I'll be the facilitator. I'll take And he's a damn shot. good one too, TJ. He? He and, is. And, and, that, and that's why Kyrie Irving is fine because his shot attempts haven't declined. I mean, he had 22 shots he's yesterday. He's balling. Right. right. And it's because Harden is saying, you know what, I'm going to show you guys that I'm not just Mr. Isolation. I, I can get my buckets when I need to, but I can also get guys involved and take a back seat just so things run smoothly for the team. And so – to me, it, it's more what James Harden is doing than Kyrie Irving maturing. Yeah, I just, you know, when people, when they have to trade, and I say that because when the trade first came down, a lot of the naysayers about this were like, this doesn't work, this doesn't fit because the uh, Harden needs the ball and Kyrie needs the ball to be uh, successful. And James Harden has said, nah, I'm all right. You know what I mean? I don't have to have the ball. I mean, uh, Kyrie has said, I don't have to have the ball. It's all right if James takes it. There's no fight over who's controlling the offense and who's controlling the ball. So that's the part that I look at and say, you know, like that's a mature thing. Like his feelings aren't heard. I was the point guard. It was supposed to be me and KD. And now Harden came. And now you want to take the point guard spot away from me. Do you see what I'm saying? I mean, there's no stake. No, 100% I see what you're saying. But Kyrie, we all know he's a very smart individual. He's a smart human being. He's looking at it from perspective. I can come off some screens. And Harden's going to give me the ball. And I don't have to work so hard to get a shot off unless I need to. And when I need to, I've conserved energy along the way because Harden has been bearing that part of the game. And so Harden has shown I can be a great passer. He There's times in since he's been with Brooklyn, he has more assists than shot attempts. And so – when, when was the last time we, we thought – when would you thought you would ever say that about James Harden? He has more assists than shot attempts. No, nah, so, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't have said that when he was playing at Houston, that's for sure. Never. And so when you look at it, Kyrie Irving is smart. He sees that James Harden is a willing facilitator. And not only willing, but he's very, very good at it. And so they seem to found a recipe offensively. They need to just clean up that defense because you're not going to outscore everybody. It's, it's well, make it make it take it with with the Nets. But but here, Kyrie last night in the one thirty six one twenty five victory over the Sacramento Kings, he had forty. Harden had twenty nine. He had a triple double. Right, and no no Durant, and they win on uh, uh, on the road. This is the thing about uh, the team, TJ. You can't. You know, when you talk about defense, I'm not saying that you're just going to outscore everybody. I agree. The NBA is about getting stops 
and 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 being able to make people work for their shot, you know, work a little harder because you can't touch anybody defensively. So it's it's like you can't shut anybody down. My biggest thing is if you're playing against the Nets, someone's going to be open. Who do you who do you leave open? Like these guys, those three guys playing together, they're putting in like 90 some odd points a game. When when you when those three guys can score you 90 points, you're going to have a chance to win a lot of games. Uh, they're scary the way that it's set up now and the way that Harden has agreed to be the point guard and pull back a little bit. And even so, he had 29 last night. Man, it just when you just sit here and look at Harden's game, it just James Harden is really, really good. And we knew he was good in Houston, but it was a lot of people, oh, man, he's selfish. He doesn't want to pass the ball. The dude has transformed his game in a span of a couple months and no drop-off. Yeah, there's a drop-off scoring-wise, but his impact on the game, really, if they can get you 90, you just, hey, the rest of the team, just get us 25. If we can keep a team under 115, we're going to win. And that's going to be the challenge is defensively, can they slow teams down and just right. make it hard? Just make, just it, make hard. it hard. You just said it. Like, you're not stopping anybody in this league. That's why – any, you could score. Everybody can score because it's it's hard to really play defense anymore. But I think James Harden has a chance to change the perception. If the Nets somehow just I'm I'm hypothetical, James Harden uh, does what he does as a point guard and facilitates, and somehow Durant, Kyrie, and and Harden win an NBA title in Brooklyn. That's going to change the way people look at James Harden. I think this is a moment. In his career, we already know he can score, right? Uh, that's not even a question. But this would say a lot about him and his ability as a player. Oh, they for sure have the offensive firepower. It's going to come on the defensive side of the ball. But anybody that that has two eyes, you watch the Nets play and you see Harden is deferring. And so for me, I'm with you. If they're able to have a magical run, it will because it will be because of James Harden. He took a back seat. He put his ego to the side and say, I'll be what the team needs me to be. I'm good enough to handle either role. I can give you 15 assists or I can drop 40 on you. And so for me, it's James Harden deferring and letting Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving be in the scores. All right. Coming up next on the Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio, Draymond Green has some quotes Uh, comments about uh, the way NBA players are being treated. So we'll talk about that. And Ryan Hollins, that's all coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Owning a Mercedes-Benz EV isn't just extraordinary, it's extra easy. With full remote access to your vehicle from your phone via the Mercedes Me Connect app, the vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 
It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite.